Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Loveline with Amber Rose. Hey, you're listening to Love Line with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris. What's up, Dr. Chris? Yo. <laughs> it was cracking. <laughs> Just over here trying to stay awake. It's late. Dude, I have fucking strep throat and like a you severe do? head cold. No, I'm good now. I had to get on like a Z-pack. And, when did that happen? Um, th- This whole week. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then, so I... I think I think my son had it first. He just didn't show symptoms until the day after I showed symptoms. Um, and then he so he had it and now my mom has it. So oh. the whole house is pretty much getting it now. All right. So Anne, we have to like triple triple wash and sanitize. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Over there. But it was pretty horrible because it's like I couldn't swallow, right? And then I was coughing. It was like a dry cough. Um, it was the chills, body aches, and um, but they gave me like the codeine and promethazine, and like that shit, like you know, like made me sleep and like. See, when I take when I was sick last and I got the codeine, I would fall asleep in mm-hmm. a beautiful way. Yes. But then I'd make wake up in the middle of the night. Well, that's what what kept happening uh, to me, and then I would have to take some more cough yeah, medicine yeah. and then go back to sleep and kind of oversleep are, in the morning. How are your dreams? Are you dreaming? Um, I wasn't really, I wasn't really dreaming like that, okay. you know, but, um, yeah, it fucking sucked, dude. I was like sick all week and it was like, you know, but I'm feeling better. My voice is like still a little raspy, but, um, yeah, but now I feel bad cause now I am taking care of my mom cause she's sick. Aww. So yeah, make sure you wash your hands. Not me. I had the opposite week. I felt great. I've been saying yes to everything. I've been running around doing all mm. sorts of stuff. One of the things I'll t- I have to actually have to tell you about. I'm not going to talk about on air yet. yet oh whatever. Yet. All right. Well, you got to give us some. You can't say that. I'll s- not- I'll say this. Um, I was telling producer Ann earlier. Ann, what was your response when I was telling you? It's a little crazy. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> so uh, and not in a bad way. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for clearing. Okay. So, so spill it. All right. So I'm, I'm doing an intensive training program. Okay. It's for what? based out of Canada. For what, Dr. Chris? Uh, the short of a long is it's based on the body and somatics. Jesus Christ. What is it? And it's related to sexual health and sexual wellness. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, can I guess? <laughs> I, I'm not promising I'll answer. Oh, come on. You can't leave it's, our listeners it's bo- like that. It's body-based therapies. I'll say that, but try to guess. So is it like full body massages with other people? I'm just saying that it's body-based <laughs> sexual Jesus health and Christ. sexual wellness. <laughs> let me, let me, let me Google. What part of Canada? <laughs> let me Google it. <laughs> right above Vancouver. Right above Vancouver. Yes. <sighs> 
I'll say this. The, the it's it's a combined training. The part that's really easy and digestible is the somatic sex therapy and sex education program, which is just basically helping people learn how to like expand pleasure and new masturbation techniques. Is this like a sex and- camp? Is this a sex camp? <laughs> and what what and I told is you this a sex is camp? it a sex camp? It's like a sex cabin. I love that. It's not cabin. the entire camp. It's just the cabin. Yeah. Um, but it's body-based methods. One. And some of it's a little controversial and radical. Like what? Dr. Chris so, fucking tell us. We want to so know. Funny. So there's an area of the field called sexological body work. Okay. And it's a touch-based therapy. Our listeners might want to go. So. Yeah, for sure. So essentially, it's being trained in how to provide touch to help awaken people and return pleasure and control to their genitals and their body, but it's a touch-based practice. So it's kind of like, do you ever see Memoirs of a Geisha? I saw the beginning of it. Okay. But I can't wait to hear this connection. Off topic, whatever. But like, she, like, so she's a Geisha, so she's like a prostitute. Right. And so basically like the madam, she, she would get a guy like naked. Yeah. And they, the madam would be like, if you touch him right here, and then the guy would like jump and be like, ooh, you know? And it was like the one little place that she touched right. on him gave him an erection. Right. And, you know, that's how she learned how to be a geisha where she would just have to touch one little spot and it would be on and cracking. <laughs> on and cracking and yeah. popping. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's akin to that. Yeah. I mean, okay. sexological body workers are always clothed. Uh, it's the client that that isn't. And, you know, for some people do. So are to- you the, you're the client? You no, dirty, dirty dog. I would be the dog. practitioner. I would be the one giving. Not Get the receiving. fuck out of here. <laughs> Why is it like that? You're going to go all the way to Canada to keep your clothes on and, and let people and touch people. I it's don't like even, you think you know me. I, fucking, <laughs> dude, I mean, are you guys listening to this right now? Like, seriously? Dr. Chris is going to go fully clothed <laughs> to a fucking Well, mall? that's the kicker. The training program. So if you do a traditional massage program, <clears throat> you practice on each other. And so for the sexological body work, yeah, we, we definitely practice with each other. Masturbation, witnessing, genital mapping. Naked. Well, in order to witness someone masturbating and to be witnessed so they can help track your habits and ways so to expand So witness that. is like watched. For sure. But would would you watch naked as well? Would you masturbate as well? <laughs> if I'm practicing being the client and being watched, then yes. What does that mean? So think about If it. I'm masturbating, right? Well, I'm naked, I'm masturbating. You're watching, <laughs> right? Yes. You're watching. Are you in your fucking blue hoodie or are you I, fucking I, naked? In my office, I would in, in, in the specific office where this would be practiced outside of in my the license, log cabin. In the log cabin, I would be clothed while you're masturbating and helping you track your body and your masturbation styles and really helping to pay attention where most of us when we masturbate, we do it like in the same way. Yeah. Very very patterned and it ignores like our full body and so it's about watching their technique helping them track their arousal that's interesting so would yeah. that i mean it would be masturbation with help <laughs> basically uh yeah 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 a masturbation coach a masturbation coach yeah, yeah. and also just you know the some of the erotic massage so you based- would go up to somebody sorry you would go up to somebody and be like Maybe you can try this. Pretty much, yeah. Where? Um, wait. What? And are you listening so to this? Funny. Wait. So when? We when, talked it out earlier. When yeah. are you going? Uh, I'll be there in May. 
But right now I'm doing the at home stuff. I mean, can I can I visit? Can yeah, I? Yeah, I'd love to have you come. I just want to be like a spectator. Like I swear I would. I have no judgment. Yeah, though. but I mean, I'll be learning pelvic floor work to help people. Uh, you know, women that have painful penetration and all that. Uh, learning how to relax the pelvic area and learn to receive touch. Learning like choice and voice, which is to ask for what you want. A lot of people don't even know how to ask for what they want. So part of the work is having people guide you as you touch communication them. as well totally and boundary setting it's really good for trauma and how long is this like class um the program depending on the speed at which you do it it's 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 well over a year it's like a combined program there's a lot of neurology and biology involved um a lot of ethics and and boundaries and assessment is there and, a place to live there or do you stay in like a hotel or like <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> when I'm there, I'll be staying on a small island, honestly, in a in a, a studio on an island, and that's where we'll be practicing. Jesus Christ. Okay. I have to take a ferry. Are you fucking All right. You know what? We're going to come I want to come back to this cuz I really I mean, this is like Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be our whole podcast <laughs> talking about this. I just want to I want to warn you cuz I like I I need Heads to up. know all right. Uh, all right. We have jo- Joanna on the line. Hi, Joanna. Hi. Oh, my God. Amber. Hey, girl. You guys are amazing. Aww, thanks, boo. How can we help you? What's going on? Um. Okay. So, first of all, yeah, you guys are amazing. Thank you, Thank you. for everything that you're doing. Um, and I just want to say, before I go into my question, that uh, even, like, the fact that you guys had like a disagreement last week's episode. Did you love that? It's so good. I did because it's so someone good. Go, for someone us called to me hear petulant. You guys have like disagreements. <laughs> yeah, you know, usually. And to like be able to sit with that because that's like where we all are. It's like a country. Also, it's like we all disagree, but to be able to be in the same room with it mm-hmm. was really good. Doctor so Chris did you. not sit well with it. Just saying. Well, I'm just saying. It's Amber. <laughs> Amber struggles to be told she's wrong. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, okay. So I, I actually have a problem, like a real problem. Okay. okay. Um, so, okay. <sighs> it's like a multi-layered question, and I'm kind of embarrassed, and there's some shame around it. And um, is it, you know, is about... it, you know, love line is a no judgment zone. That's right. We, we've heard it all. Okay. So, okay. Well, I, I hope so. Okay. So, it's about pornography. It's about my particular taste. In pornography, I've been trying to, like, date myself and, like, treat myself well. Mm -hmm. And, like, I guess two weeks ago, like, I was like, "Mm, I want to, like, watch some porn. And I kind of was, like, a cheap date because I didn't pay for porn. I just went to, like, the free porn. And the kind of porn that I like. Everybody goes to free porn, babe. And just remember, no no porn's actually free. But I'm trying to be more responsible, like, with my dollars. And when I go to free porn, it's like a hellscape. Like, sometimes I'm watching, like, a legit looks like a child be, like, molested. And it's like, oh, my God, what am I, what is this? So one of my questions is, like, what, where would you suggest that, like, I go to find, like, responsible porn? What's your definition? And then the other okay, part. Both questions first, sorry. And then the other, the other part of my question is a particular to the kind of porn that I like to watch, which is um, 
daddy-daughter. Like, I'm really into the power dynamic of, like, a young woman being, like, sexually aroused by her... Stepdad or something? Yeah, like, daddy. And um, it's... uh, It makes me feel like I'm, like, a, you know, feminist on the street, but, like, a daddy's girl in the sheets. And I feel, like, conflicted about why I like that. And... I guess it's just like it sometimes leads me down the road if I'm going on the internet for free porn. It leads me down a really dangerous, like weird road because all of a sudden, like I've found one video that I really like that's like totally a made porn and it, it's consensual and shot really well. But all the other, like some of the other stuff is just like, I'm like, shit, like what am I watching? Like, and then I feel really disgusting. And then it's like my goal of like pleasing myself has turned into a well what's, rabbit what's, hole this, of, like, what's the one that shame. what's the one that you watch that makes you feel like disgusting what is it the one that i like it's called dating daddy and it's like this girl and she really wants to like pursue daddy and she is the one who's like really wanting it and 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 is this like literally her, is this literally scenes. her father though no or is it just like li- that like danny no it's an, it's an actor no 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 no, actor, no, no, like- no 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 I'm, I'm sorry let me rephrase that in the video is she playing that this is her actual father in the video even though they're actual father actual father okay okay yeah this is this is actually zaddy like like oh he's a zaddy or no, like no, no. actual, f- like dad. she's playing like that's, <laughs> yeah, I want to fuck my dad. Yeah, I want to fuck my dad. I mean, this actually isn't that uncommon, Joanna. So I first throw that out there at you to kind of normalize that, that there's there's a few sites that specialize um, in that specifically because people seek it out. I mean, that's one thing to always learn. Anyone listening about porn is that if you can find it, it means that there's a market for it because they only make that which people want to see. And there's a lot of that out there. So I'll normalize that. When you said, though, how do you find responsible porn? What is your personal definition of responsible? Well, well she says she just, runs into like child pornography when she looks up the daddy daughter. Well, stuff. That, that you're not going to. Exactly. You're not going to actually bump into child pornography. That is hard to find because it's been. Really? Because yes. it seems like these people are really it, young. It, and that it, it looks, looks underage, but. They're it's, 18. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The FBI has that on lockdown. You're not going to, you know, just accidentally stumble. You have to actually happily seek it out in special places because it's it's tracked. So, you know, oh. be, be, be a little more comforted in that. But <clears throat> I'll oh. just say this for, okay, for, for myself, who is, you know, friends with and has dated people in the porn industry. Um, a lot of them do get frustrated by the free porn because it's stolen porn. And a lot of uh, actors are now making their own self-produced and edited and whatnot. So you can support porn performers by purchasing it directly from them. Um, so I kind of throw that out there. Yeah. Yeah. But I most, think, well, okay. she, but she's saying like, you, you want to know more so like better websites for that type of stuff. Yeah, like specific, if you could throw out any specific websites where, because I trust you, you know, I trust you guys, so. I know, like, so, um, just like by looking at, like, memes and stuff on Instagram, like, super villain, he always talks about um, X hamster. Do you ever look at that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of like the porn mm-hmm. MD, their uh, search, you know, porn search. Yeah, it's memes. like porn MD, X hamster, porn, porn hub. hub. 
Um, what else? <clears throat> X videos. Yeah, you can also just type in general keywords with the word with triple X after it, and it'll bring up the videos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why did you laugh when we said that? General words with triple X. Well, I think like mo- most porn sites, um, they have like a search engine where you can just kind of look up daddy daughter yeah i I mean but are are you asking also like why you like it well for me it's like i know why i like it like it's not that i like the my actual father i like the fact that there's like a man that like loves you and makes you feel safe and there's a little bit of like naughty naughty don't go after it but you're young and like blossoming into your sexuality and want to do it with someone who you like feel safe around. And so like, I know that that's why I like, like I like the ones where it's like the girl is like, like just aching for it, you know, like as opposed to the ones where it's like the dad is like going and groping someone with, while she's stretching. You know what I mean? Like I like, I like the one versus the other but there's so little of the other there's so little of the one where the girl is like in the role of the like going for it well listen and you so this is this is a beautiful example kind of like wait this is a beautiful example of why porn can be so healing is because it's the space in which you can work through that where it's the juxtaposition of you know the loving relationship that's so intriguing to you, but then also the arousal of the taboo. And that's like a form of art where you can find it both because porn is art. It's just a different Mm -hmm. style of art. A lot of people don't want to see it as art, but it's a beautiful art form in which these kinds of things can be played out and you can engage with the youth and the power. And so this is actually like a healthy use of it. But but isn't this like, like daddy daughter would be incest. It would be considered incest. Dr. Chris, right? It could be. Yes. But it would, it would, because they're potentially playing that. I mean, I, I've never seen it, and this is no judging, no shaming, sure. or nothing like that. It's really just me being ignorant to it because I, I never ran into that kind of right. porn. But basically, just so we understand and our listeners understand that it is a girl in the video that wants to have sex with her biological father. Correct. The actor is playing her father. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, this is, you know, what's the, what's so arousing sexually is often taboo. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like the fact that she like definitely should not do that at all yeah. is the part that makes me like the. And that tends, that's what, that's what's so, uh, what, that's what's so powerful about porn is it's, it's things like that, like father and daughter sex that you would like never encounter in a song or on a TV show or out in the world. It's like a safe space to be able to kind of explore what's going on in your mind. Because again, just for new listeners to the show, cause we've talked about this what we fantasize about is not a message about what we want to actually do in the world. True. That's true. And so when someone talks about being aroused by something or watching a certain kind of porn and fantasizing, it's not a sign that they're going to at some point go do that. Um, fantasy is a place where our minds are allowed to wander and engage in these, you know, really novel, creative kind of taboo things, but in a safe space because no one's going to actually be harmed. And um, yeah, these are actors. Some people would still be really prob- you know, problematized that, you're turned on by that. I'm not. It sounds like you have boundaries, impulse control, empathy, so you're not going to go out and engage this or harm anyone. But, um, yeah. No, no. I just, I just, I want to make sure that when I'm surfing the web, I'm not harming anyone by watching oh, them being harmed. I love that you like, can. Like, I just get... Yeah. You won't. 
you won't. Again, you 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 will not stumble accidentally that easily upon problematic illegal porn. That is something that you <clears throat> have to know people and seek out. Um, but I, I love that you have the empathy. And again, uh, the most ethical porn would be porn that's produced by the performers themselves, which you now can find. Um, and you might even be able to find that kind of style. But the free stuff is usually stolen. <laughs> FYI. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so. Joanna. Take care, honey. Thanks Thank for you calling so much. in, babe. I really appreciate you guys. Thank Absolutely, you for being so honey. vulnerable. Activity is so important. Thank you. Anytime, love. So back to what we were talking about earlier. Uh, okay. <laughs> Should we elaborate on what just was said? <laughs> well, it reminds me of that caller. We had that one caller once. Do you remember where the girl said her boyfriend? Yes, I remember. Yeah, and, and I, you oh. had such a powerful response that I thought that was going to come up for you, but it didn't. Well, you know, I can't... You know when it's like, I'm not going to curse all day. And then in your mind, you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Like, it just, when you when when you hear certain things, like a girl fucking their dad, yeah. you instantly think of like fucking your dad. And it makes your whole body just wow. be like, I oh. I do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm, I mean, I'm. You envision I love it. my you put dad. yourself in those roles. Yeah. yeah like, I, I love my dad as my father. Like, and so. To think about that someone can get turned on by a girl having sex with her biological father um, is just it's very well, let me just make taboo this for, for me. Yes, let me make this distinction. Our caller isn't turned on by thinking about herself with her dad. She's right. turned on by the idea of someone else with their dad. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a little bit of an extension and, a, and, and distal. But there are some people that are aroused by the well, idea of sex with their in family In a way, members. I'm also envious because I, there's there's some porn that like if i click on a video and it reminds me of like an ex that i had mm. i i gotta change it like i just think too much when i look at porn it's like it's like oh that reminds me of so-and-so like i can't watch it i feel gross well guess what i don't have a lot of sympathy because i literally can stumble upon <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> movies that it is literally my ex right true <laughs> i'm sure you you could stumble upon it as well very true actually i i am right yeah the exactly show. so that's um, cool no but, yeah it's just like i don't know i think i'm just too much in my head that sure. like if i were to click on that video even by accident right um I would automatically feel grossed out because I would it would make me think of my own father and I would be like, dude, I'm I'm dry, I'm going to bed. Yeah. I, I relate to that. I respect that. I I don't I don't I also probably wouldn't be able to look at something that would bring that up for me. If it was That's what I mean. A guy like, and his father or something, I, I don't think I could lean into that either. Um but I'm also I've been <clears throat> taking a break from porn. FYI. Yeah. Still pro porn, supporter of porn. Yeah, me too. But I've been taking a break because I'm really working on being more present and mindful in my solo sexual life. Mm-hmm. And masturbation to porn can sometimes really kind of distract you, take you out of your body, become very habituated. And so I've been kind of taking a break and seeing where I can go in my mind. I just haven't been horny. We've been sick and on meds. Yeah. That could be part of it too. No. But it's like so not me. Like <laughs> I don't even know you anymore. I like masturbate like every day. <laughs> yeah, but how about me? I was Mr. You know, sex, sex, sex. And now that I'm single, I'm just completely non-sexual. Dry as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about this before, but Havenly, the interior design website that oh my God, I used to it. help design my living room. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's a it's a completely curated site where you go on. And you'll do an assessment and it'll help you find 
an interior designer who matches your exact aesthetic, mm-hmm. you know, aesthetic that you're looking for. And then through the site, they'll also shop with you and you can pick out all of the furniture. And that the is so hangings. cool because I'm like super, super bad at like interior design. I mean, you are. I'm looking around as you say that. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um. We actually, we need to use Havenly to have the studio redone. Seriously. Bring them in here. Yeah, seriously. But um, it's it's a one-stop shop. And again, like you said, you struggle with that. I struggle with that. We work a lot. I do not have time to go shopping and pick this stuff out on my own. Well, I also have a five-year-old. And it's like, I don't want to get super expensive stuff right. that he's just going to jump on and color on and, you know. But it would be nice to have a really great look for like not, you know, that expensive. I don't want to spend a lot of money on something that I'll have to throw away and like, yeah. Two years. And you can sit in bed. It's all online and work with someone. They're, they're available. So, yeah, turn your Pinterest board into reality. Uh, everyone deserves a beautiful living space. So you can try Havenly today by visiting havenly.com slash Amber, and you get 25% off your design package. That's Ooh. massive, 25%. Do the um, website one more time? Yeah, it's Havenly, dot com slash Amber for 25% off your package design, heavenly.com backslash Amber. Awesome. Do it, do it, do it. Welcome back to Loveline with Amber Rose and certified sex therapist Chris Donahue. We have Billy on the line. Hi, Billy. Hi, Amber. Hey, you're on with me and Dr. Chris. <laughs> How can we help you? Hey, Dr. Chris. Hey. How are you guys? Good. We love when we get male callers. I know. I feel like you guys don't have much male we callers. Don't. No, we don't. we're excited. What's going on? Um, okay, so I was wondering if, like, being cum shy is a thing. Well, it is if you are. There you go. Are you? Thanks for calling. (laughs) I think I am. (laughs) So what is it? You just get embarrassed of, like, your facial expressions or... Well, like, no. Like, sometimes I'll just be, like, doing stuff with my boyfriend and, like, I'll just get, like, kind of, like, fed up if I don't, like finish and like i'll just like i'll take like i'll either take a really long time or i just won't like end up coming at all oh and you're calling that shy yeah interesting so well i don't know that's what my friends told me my friends are like oh you're like i'm shy oh it's a sweet way to put it i mean is it that well i mean is is it that you're cum shy or is it just that you just can't ejaculate it's that but like I have, I've done it before, like with him. Right. Mm-hmm. What does he say? What kind it's of just, what kind of experience does he have when you don't ejaculate? Is he supportive? Does it freak him out? He's like really supportive about it. Good. But like also, he comes really fast. Yeah. Um. Wh- maybe. So I, I think I feel like intimidated. Well, maybe you know sometimes when you have a lot of sex, like you kind of like sex lasts like a long time and it doesn't feel as great for you to you know want to come it just takes like a really long time and then you just get to mm-hmm. the point where you're just like man i don't i don't even feel like coming now yeah are you having sex that you want to have is the sex you're having the boyfriend arousing and hot yes okay that's important some people don't like yeah. I, i've later worked with some people where i asked them is the sex that arousing they're like well not really and it's like well that's that's part of why that's you're sad. not getting to a place of but that basically comes down to also we have it's our nervous system we don't have you know, complete control over our bodies. And for some people, they have more of a delayed ejaculatory response where they need to be aroused higher 
levels or they need to stimulate themselves for longer periods of time to get to that place. Some people also just aren't able to relax enough to get there. Some people but are But I would assume shy. I would assume that being come shy would be like you know, kind of like shy like you know when you got to stroke it really fast or you know, you're embarrassed when the cum comes out or your facial expressions, like you don't want, you know, your significant other to see you come. Well, it's not really, that, sh- I mean, yeah. the word shy is kind of a misuse. It's more that okay. he's just has really delayed ejaculation and mm-hmm. takes so long that sometimes they just give up. Okay. So, uh, you know, a couple of things. One, it's okay to not always orgasm. Like that's a big lesson I teach guys in my office is it's okay if you don't orgasm every time you're sexual. It's it's a really problematic expectation that can be oppressive for you. So yeah. that that's okay. Um, you don't always have to. But sometimes maybe if you do, you have to ask your partner to kind of like women have to do sometimes where the guy will ejaculate and the woman's like, well, I might need another 30 minutes. I'm going to need you to kind of hang in there with me and get me to that Right. Point. What do you mean? What are you saying? Yeah. About that for? I mean, I'm just saying that's like literally like our lives as women, <laughs> right? And it's like every time, like for my entire it's like, life, like sure is. Like <clears throat> since I lost yeah. my virginity, it's like, dude, um, <clears throat> you know. Yeah. So, Billy, you might need to do one of those, which is like, hey, glad you got off. I, I now it's my turn. Could you please, you know you know, go down on me, lick my balls, play with my hole. I mean, whatever it is that kind of gets you there. But yeah. again, yeah. you don't always need to get there. Like sometimes just let sex be about it felt good. You were close. You connected. Switch things up. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm someone who like I've never had a problem orgasming. I'm someone who orgasms pretty easily. Mm-hmm. But my ex mm-hmm. was someone who it took a long period of time. And the last person I did was a guy. And he probably only orgasmed with me half the time. Mm. So we were about like a 50 50. Mm. So half the time he just didn't. And yeah. I got off and then we high fived and cuddled and yeah. went about our lives. <laughs> and- <laughs> yeah. That's literally my life like for the past 15 years. I'm just saying. So basically, Billy, you are Amber. You have Amber sex life. It's like, oh, honey, well, like I'm glad and- you came. Okay. Yeah. Like me and Mother are the same. Yeah. Pretty much. In a bad way to be. <laughs> But, you know, again, focus on maybe also spiking the arousals. I tell people, do two things at once. If he's going down on you, tell him to also use his hands to play with your hole, play with your nipples. You know, like we have hands and a mouth. Always be using multiple, multiple levels of stimulation. Maybe you could also use a vibrator on yourself at the same time. I mean, we can really push the stimulation that way and sometimes get ourselves there. And go to Lalo.com and get, you know, get my prostate stimulator. Damn. For, for, <laughs> for real, though. For real. Look at that self promo. Right. Quick. Threw that in there real quick. <laughs> that was slick, too. Like, let me go. Like, I'm going right now. <clears throat> nice. All right. Thanks, Billy. Good luck, babe. Good luck. Thank you. I love you guys. Can I just give, like, a quick shout out to my friend, Layla? She, like, turned me on to you guys. She's a huge Thanks, fan. Layla. I just, like, actually do <laughs> Um, Like, we'll be attending Slut Walk together this year. Yay. Awesome. Okay, not, not out there. okay, I love you All guys. I right, love you Thank too. You so Bye. Oh, he was really cute. He was. Yeah. What stories we got today? Oh, we got a whole bunch. Mm, excuse you. And which one's our favorite? That one's sad. Give me a test. You haven't gave, given eh. me a test. Okay, I'm going to give you one. Okay. Um, I just want to figure out which one I want to <laughs> do first. Some of them are kind of dark. <laughs> okay, this is good. We'll do this one. This is Anne's favorite. So... Are you familiar with it? And you little whore. Uh, no, this is not that. Okay. 
And you dirty, dirty girl. <laughs> Are you familiar with the concept of the a family cloth? A family cloth. A family cloth. No. Are you familiar at all with toilet paper alternatives? For those that don't want to use toilet paper for what? Ecological reasons, financial well, reasons. Well, like like newspapers and No, something better. Come on. <laughs> I actually had oh, a friend. you're talking about an actual washcloth that you rinse out every time? Yes. Oh wow. So there's a rising trend in families that are opting out of, you know, toilet paper waste and they're using reusable cloths where instead of toilet paper, everyone has their own assigned cloth. Uh-huh. I don't know why it's called the family cloth. It should be, you know, your individual cloth. But nonetheless, uh, BuzzFeed did a story on this. So basically... Bruh, you, <laughs> I can't. The family has dozens of smallish strips of cloth that they use, and they don't throw them away when they're done. They throw them in the, the washer and dryer. So you're just wasting water instead of paper. That's where you go. I'm more upset that a pile of poop cloths are in the washer and dryer. Right. Nasty. I mean, That's I love... Like when people use like the um, cloth diapers. I'm like, why? It's intense. I mean, they're saying here, Americans use approximately 36.5 billion rolls of toilet paper a year. It's 15 million trees. And Anne was like, well, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, sometimes you just got to, you know, let the destruction happen. I mean, listen, let me tell you something. I've been to Africa. Right. Um, they don't have toilet paper. They don't have condoms. They don't have pads, tampons, you know, nothing. Um, and um, when I when I came back to America, I was very, very thankful mm. that, you know, I... I I had those amenities sure. and you know, um, as fucked up as it sounds, it's like, I don't care about a tree. Like I want to fucking wipe my vagina and I don't want to rinse it out. Like I just, I'm, I'm sorry. And, and you know, I'm spoiled, I guess, but you're either wasting water cause you still got to wash it every time. Like you can't wipe your ass and then kind of just leave it sitting there and use it for the next time you use the bathroom. I mean, either I, way, you're going to waste something. I'm, I'll tell you a story. I had a friend and I went to this friend's house once to hang out. Mm-hmm. And when I was in their bathroom, there was this like sponge by the toilet. I can't. I know. And my first thinking <laughs> was like, it's probably like a cleaning sponge. But the way it was placed and the way it was sitting, I just was like, there's a story. I can't. So I said, what's with the sponge <laughs> by the toilet? He said, that my boyfriend uses that. I said, like over and over and essentially yes like they didn't it wasn't a one use it was like wrung out put back i mean but how do you wipe shit from your ass on a sponge would you rinse it out in the sink i'm thinking yeah how do you get the particles of shit out of the sink i didn't ask <laughs> i didn't go any deeper like it's just like bruh I, I didn't go any deeper i had heard all i needed to hear you know listen I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not gonna your family's not gonna get into the family cloth style i feel like people are gonna start using a big ass sheet <laughs> and just starting from the corner I'm and sorry. working their way out i'm and so then, goofy tonight i can't that was Anne. so let's move right into this other great one oh, so there's God a new there's a new treatment i'm wondering if you had this before okay. it's called the egf have you had the egf face mask yet uh, I have not. What is what is that? I'm it's, assuming it's sperm. It's only six hundred and fifty dollars of treatment. So okay. no, no big deal. Uh, the official term is epidermal growth factor. Sounds sounds benign. Okay. It is um, a substance that is taken from the foreskin of newborns. You gotta be fucking kidding me. No, it's a serum that's derived from the foreskin of newborns. 
It helps um, generate collagen and elastin in skin. <laughs> and no. Where can I get that? It's like no. <laughs> so it's six hundred fifty dollars. Okay, but okay. You got to cleanse, appeal. The question is. Yeah. When they when they take the foreskin from my son when yes. he was born. Yes. I did not sign off on that. For sure. So they're just like basically, I, I'm. I highly doubt women when they have a baby and their kid gets circumcised, they're like. By the way, can you sign off on this so yeah. we can use the foreskin? I'm dedicating this to beauty and Like they're probably stealing it from Is hospitals. Because <clears throat> then they don't have a say. Well, the article says that it's from the foreskin of Korean newborns. Oh, well, I mean that's that's a whole different story. And and I and I and I feel bad that I was laughing because I you know, there's something ridiculous about it, but yes, there's clearly some North Korean or just Korean. It just says Korean. There's some political issues and So they yeah, they they, there, so. they definitely probably don't ask the mothers and they just take it. Like I'm just yeah I'm just reporting. Jesus Christ! But here's another one for nine hundred and fifty dollars in Germany. They'll take samples of your own blood, formulate it into a cream that you then use on your skin. I think they do that out here. Vampire facial. Yeah, they do that out. They they actually do that at my dermatologist's office. Nice. Yeah, that's supposed to be really good actually. Yeah, so that's cool. Penis facial. I yeah, can't. Okay, dull. we have Claire on the line. Hi, Claire. You're on with me and Dr. Chris. How can we help you? Hi, Amber. Hi. Um, my and situation Dr. Chris. is so complicated. Yeah, I just, I'm just going home. I'm done for the night. Peace. <laughs> um, oh, Chris. I'm, <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm only Hi. here every week. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I only listen every week. I mean, Aww. come on. Um, <laughs> no, how can we help you, babe? But, um, well... Okay, I've been in a relationship for seven years with the same guy, uh, uh, it, and it's just, it's been insane the whole time. It's just been a hell of a ride, and we've been through addiction with him, all kinds of different stuff that, and it, we, we moved between two countries. I took him to Ireland, you know, I, I brought him over there, we got married there, I, like, introduced him to a whole new side of the world, and... We've just been through so much. We started dating 18. We grew up together. There's so much history. And recently, we moved to a new town. I gave, like, we got, a, he got a fresh start because he's been in and out of jail. He's had his fair share of, you know. And so we're doing great here. He's working locally here in a store. He's taken on extra hours. He, he, he was doing great. He was, like, really changed turnaround. Mm -hmm. So... I'm going to the bank one day and I get a call to my phone and he's like, you need to come home. And I'm like, why? He says, the police are here. And I'm like, what are the, what do you, I said, shut up. You're, you're whatever. You're lying. I was about to hang up on him and the cop gets on the phone. He's like, ma'am, you need to come home. You need to come to your house. And I'm like, oh my God, what has he done? What's going on? Long story short, I get there. He stole a credit card from I don't know where, used it at his job where he worked. The guy who hired him identified him on camera to the state police, and he went to jail. Mm. I have two kids here. I'm, I just found out that I'm pregnant. I, I'm a hypermesis sufferer. I think you had said that on one of your podcasts, Amber, that you like got really sick in pregnancy. Yeah, I did. But yeah, I, yeah, and I last time I thought I like I thought I was gonna die. So here I am mm. by myself with two kids, 
feeling terrible. Oh and it's like... Oh, so you, you, have, like, you have 24 like, hour morning sickness, right? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. All the time. That sucks because you have to like, change diapers and wipe their face and their boogies and everything is gross and it makes you throw up. I Trust me. I know, and and the smells, and the, yeah. just and it's my old my oldest son is three, and he's recently been having a lot of stuff with behavioral. That everybody's like, "What's with this kid's energy level?" And I'm here. I'm like, I'm gonna sink. I'm gonna sink. But I, I went to the courthouse. I filed a restraining order. I filed for custody, and I'm trying to get a divorce. And I'm like, Do you have any family I, that can help you out during this time so you can kind of get some rest? From your no, my family's in Ireland and my dad's in New York City, and it's like and where where are you now? Point- Upstate New York. I'm I'm like oh. by Canada. Okay, six hours. And so you're up there by yourself with your kids. Yes, and there's biological grandparents up here because um, my husband's adopted, and it's like. My son's energy level is so high; they're not used to it. They don't know what to do with him. They're like, yeah. you know, we can help to an extent, but not really. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, because boys, boys, boys are a handful. Trust me, I know. My son literally kicked me in my face yesterday and laughed his ass off. Yeah, he's a handful. Like, <laughs> I know this one poured a bottle of water all over the floor uh, this morning while staring at me and giggling, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's." Uh-oh. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's also. I remember I was on the phone with you once, Amber, and you started screaming, and I was like, "What happened?" And uh, Sebastian had grabbed the hose and just started like hosing you down outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like boys. <laughs> just, boys are out of their mind like literally out of their mind Claire I'm sorry to hear all this how can we how, what can we help you with I Amber's kind of hitting it all you gotta, like, gotta get as much support as you can but I'm trying to figure out where where do I go from here like how do I also I don't I'm not gonna be cruel I don't want to keep children I want to have a healthy co-parenting relationship without falling back into this seven year cycle of back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and how long does he have in jail? So Is he still in jail now? No, he was released two days ago. And and where is he living at? He's been trying to call. He's in some shelter somewhere because he's, I don't know, they placed him, the restraining order. I can't even. So they, why do you, why do you not want to be, was he abusive or he, you know, he just hit hard times and stole and stole a credit card. Why don't you want to be well, with him anymore? What he what he bought with the credit card was cigarettes and energy drinks. It's not like he went out and bought diapers for my kids or clothes or something like so that. It sounds like you have two questions, kind of. There's like the relational upsetment <laughs> and frustration, and then there's also what do I do about him in relationship to the kids? Well, well what I'm the reason why I'm asking, right, is that is he a bad is he a bad guy? Is he a bad dad? Is he a horrible person? Is he abusive? Or you just feel like he made poor choices and in turn you want to get a divorce? I feel like it's just poor choice after poor choice. After yeah, poor I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to like really back you up on that because if he's the father of a child, did he know you were pregnant? Yeah. And no, he oh. didn't know. He, I found oh, out man. after I filed the It's just, it's order. a whole thing about like step up guys, because if you're a father of a child and you're, you're willing to risk going to jail by stealing a credit card and you did it to get cigarettes and a Red Bull, 
Like, yeah, I mean, but we, okay, but we really don't know what's going on in his life right now. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that she has 24 hour morning sickness. Mm -hmm. She's pregnant and she has two other children. She has no help or nothing. So the reason why I'm asking about what's going on with her husband is, is there any way that he could come back and help you during this difficult time until you have the baby or you just do not want him in the house at all? I don't want him suckering me back into this relationship that's been going on for so long and that anybody who would tell you about, like, if you went to my friends or my family or anybody, they'd be like, that's not, it's never worked. It's, I mean, between us, like, it, it, but it doesn't really have to work. It doesn't, your relationship doesn't have to work. What I'm asking is, is he good enough to be in the house with you and help you with your children while you're carrying this baby and having morning sickness is he good enough for that or he's just not he just can't possibly be around you at all he he could he could but i the thing is that i don't want to fall back into i don't want to be suckered back into the but that's mental so that's when you tell yourself like i'm not going to be suckered back into being with him but i do need someone to help me at this point in time in my life and you don't have any more help. Like, yeah, Claire, I, I, you apparently gotta, you're making, you got to like- weigh that out because Claire's right that if he's going to psychologically produce stress and conflict, that won't be good for you, him, mm-hmm. the other kids or your child who is swimming in a sea of whatever hormones are released around conflict and stress and that will impact them. But I agree with you. You have to weigh that out versus against like, I physically need another body to help me, mm-hmm. you know? I do. I do. And it's like, I, I would love for him to come here and us to have a healthy co-parenting and he's great with the older child, the younger one. I have a six month old. He's, he's not, you know, his babies isn't really his thing, but the one that he can talk to and say, Hey, you want to go do this or Hey, let's do that. I mean, that's usually I mean, guys. And that would be helpful. That's usually guys in general. <laughs> I mean, they, they oh, wait for the kid shit. to like start talking and then it's like, Oh buddy, come on. Like, I don't, I don't have to, it's like, you know, babies I don't have are to parent. Like, well, no, not, not that it's just, guys. Cause they'll be good parents, but it's just, you know, babies are like dogs, so they can't tell you what's wrong with them. They yeah. can't tell you what they're feeling. They'll just have to be present. They'll mindful. just cry all day. So you got to kind of do trial and error, like sure. figure things out to make them stop crying. Um, and usually a mother has the patience to do that. Or, the, or at least the willingness, which he, again, yeah. uh, it's a red flag on, on level of maturity that he stole a credit card to buy cigarettes and Red Bull. Like that is profound for me somehow, but yeah, you know, my heart goes out to you, Claire. You you definitely have your hands full and you have a lot, but it sounds like you're going to figure it out. I don't know. I wish we could help you deeply. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I'm, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I, the whole thing with the co-parenting is how do you keep the co-parenting relationship without getting stuck into your feelings again? You can't always. This is a person. It's a relationship. You guys have history. You might be spending time together that can get really deep and intimate and feel really good and be like old times and become a trap. It's not that black and white. I just feel like right now, if you like literally don't hate his guts, he's not abusive, you know, he's not going to stress you out or anything like that. Or, you know, I don't know if he's a drug user. I kind of don't know the full story of why you got a restraining order because he stole a credit card. Um, You know, 
but right now it's like you you know with two kids and one on the way and extra i know what it's like to have extreme morning sickness it's literally like a vegas hangover every single day mm. all day 24 hours a day it's the worst every smell every i mean it's just it's horrible and so like i feel for you but you know for me it's like if i if i say look i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do it right i'm gonna quit cigarettes i'm gonna stop smoking like it's just you know i feel like you know not to sound corny but if you put your mind to it you can do it you can achieve it but you also have to assess if you're one of those people not not everyone has the ability to do self-care i mean i'm just i'm just saying in her situation she has no parents with you know around (laughs) they're across the ocean yeah his parents don't want to help because her son is, you know, really active. She's there by herself. It it, it seems like he's the only option. You're kind of not telling me if he's like really horrible for you. I mean, you do have a restraining order. So I think actually when you have a restraining order, even if you want him to come back by law, he's not, he can't. And so I, yeah, we go to court next week on Wednesday. And well, why did you get a restraining order? Well, it's because this is not like the first stupid thing that has gone on. I feel like it's been stupidity after stupidity, and it's affecting my children. My son's crying every night. Where's daddy? Where's daddy? I'm saying, oh, he's at work. But and, why would a restraining you know, order help and, that situation? That I, I feel like that would only make tr- it worse. I think she's trying to just move on, period. And yeah, but a restraining, I think a restraining order is not going to help him come like, around the children. He's not. I think, I think she's, I mean, again, way in Claire, but... I'm hearing Claire just say that she's trying to be done with him completely altogether and not have him around, but somehow hopes that there's I'm some magical of, way to co-parent anyway. But, but It's kind of like that, and it was like for my own sense, because we're married, and he, you know, we're married. So also, there's another factor. He was on the lease here, so if he were released the next day, he could have come here. I wanted that restraining order for peace of mind to say, you know what, I'm by myself for now. I need to really think about what I'm going to do here with him and his continuous over and over silly things. And but babe, babe, listen, it was more listen, of a peace of mind. listen, listen to me. Listen, if your son is crying every night that his dad isn't there, getting a restraining order is not br- going to bring his father closer to him. So you're being selfish, you know, in a, in a big way by getting a restraining order just on behalf of yourself. That's why I'm asking you, is he abusive? Is there a reason why you would get a restraining order because he stole a credit card? I've, I've had a million boyfriends steal credit cards and I never got a restraining order against them. Um, so I just, I'm not understanding because it's not, it's not about you at this point. It's about your children. So you got whatever issues you and him have. If you want him to have a bond with your kids, you got to let all that shit go. Cause you're only just pushing him away more. And then he, you know, that's why I think there's, I think you're, I think there's something gonna, else. Yes. There has to be something you're not telling us. Otherwise, and that's why I'm trying to get it out of you. Back. Yeah. It, well, okay. It, it, it's, it's like, I've been through so much of, with him that like he's been, he was, addicted to drugs i was following him around nine months pregnant pulling him out of crack houses at one point and i've just been doing this shit for so long and it's like when is it gonna stop like when is the stupidity like you say it's affecting my son 
it's well, his that, okay, fault. So my son's listen, crying every that's night. A different, that's a different story when you're dealing with a drug addict. That's why I asked you what's really going on because you don't yeah. just get a he's restraining order because somebody stole now, a credit card. Like, he recovered, but he, he, he found his vices in other things. Gambling, scratch-off tickets, this. That, I mean, listen, when you're when you're addicted to drugs, you're you're forever addicted. I mean, you could stop, but you're ever gonna you're gonna forever have that addiction that lives inside of you. My entire family is drug addicts. Half of them are dead. Um, I completely get it. I've had very close family members steal from me and my mom and you know, stuff like that. So yes, I understand now if he Exactly you know, he'll come in the house, he'll steal shit, he'll he'll, you know, not treat the kids well. I fully, I, I understand it now. Um, so, yeah. well, he's not addicted anymore. It's like it, the addiction. It's like he's he's not addicted, but the stupidity stage. You know, like the silly things, like picking up a credit card just for cigarettes to risk your, you know, leaving your wife and your family. I have no income. He did this at his well, job. So how are you? How are you staying? In, how are you staying in your house or apartment? I had I had to go to DSS and cry for help, and they they they're not they're not really helping me. And I'm like I've been served with an eviction, and I'm I'm trying to just pull shit together. He he put me in a really bad situation, and that restraining order was kind of me saying, you know what, I'm done with this shit. It's now affecting my kids, and I've I'm, I've had enough. I've had enough. How about your and- How about your family in Ireland? Is there any way they can band together and get some money up to get you guys plane tickets? I don't want to go back to Ireland. I, I just, babe, honestly, babe, you can't like, you got, you have to make a, a conscious decision for you and your children. Cause you have an, an eviction notice, right? You don't have money to pay yeah. the bills. You're pregnant. You have 24 hour morning sickness. You have no job, no income. And your husband just got out of jail and you have a restraining order. So even if you want him to come around, he can't. So it's either trying to go back to Ireland, maybe just to get your life together for a little bit and then come back to the U.S. Or, you know, or go, or you would have to go to a, um, a shelter. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm trying to work with DSS and, and do like the because I have the morning sickness. I think my doctor, he's really great. He's like this six foot tall. He's, he's a huge guy. It's, it's so weird. He's my gynecologist, mm-hmm. but he's going to write me off so that I will, hopefully they'll say, you know what, this girl's sick. She needs help. So I'm trying to go that route. Um, I really don't want to go back to Ireland just because of, I, I feel like that chapter of my life is closed. That's done. Yeah. It's in the past. And Claire, I'm sorry, and Claire, we're going to have, we have to go. We have another, we have other people we have to kind of pop on and help, but Take care of yourself, man. You have kids. They have to be the priority. And sometimes that means doing things that's not the most comfortable for us. Yeah, babe. I know I know you're not comfortable about going back to Ireland, but honestly, I think that's your best bet based off the story that you told us. It's hard to sometimes accept that what you're trying to do just isn't working for you. But listen, all the best. We wish you luck. Good luck, Claire. Keep us posted. Thank you. Honey. Bye, Claire. Thanks. All right, bye. Bye-bye. It's hard. Sometimes you have to make big, bold moves to take care of yourself and your family. And I'm, I'm happy she wants to stay where she is. But like you were saying, it doesn't sound like she's making it work. I knew that she was lying. Not lying, but I knew that she wasn't telling me the full truth. Mm. And you don't... I mean, listen, I grew up in the hood in Philly. Like, mm. literally, motherfuckers steal, like, purses and, 
and credit cards or whatever. I mean, they wasn't they probably more likely cash back then. But, you know, it's like, excuse me, you don't get a restraining order for that. And I just, you know. Well, I think she doesn't trust herself. She kept saying, how do you have them around and co-parent without getting feelings again? And it was like, the restraining order isn't the way to manage that. If you want to find a way to still have him be around the children, but you're afraid you still might get pulled back in. Like, yeah, that's a personal struggle as an adult. You have to figure out with boundaries. Yeah. I'm glad you jumped in and handled it. I just sat back and let you figure that one out with her. Nah, for sure. All right, you guys. So that's our show make sure you call in with your questions at 213-375-5258 that's 213-375-5258 listen subscribe lovelinewithamberrose.com and be sure to hashtag loveline when you tweet us um, make sure you leave a voicemail for our wonderful producer Anne, and she'll give you a call back when we're live see you next week take care bye This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.